0: You are listening to wait a minute with Jessica and Beth episode 13.
1: Okay. So I had a great conversation with my friend recently about weight loss and opposing beliefs. And I thought it would be such a fun topic to chat about with you, Beth, mm-hmm. on this podcast for our listeners. So what do you say? I'm always up for a great conversation. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't talk about this podcast before. So this is like totally fresh in our brains. So my friend, this friend came to me saying she was having a desire to lose weight lately, Mm -hmm. but like it wasn't sitting well with her because she's also really on board with body positivity and wants to be a quote unquote, you know, good feminist, (laughs) you know, that because of what she's learned about anti-diet culture, she was actually flipping this on herself and then creating shame about wanting to lose weight. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Does his friend know that you're
0: talking about her on a podcast? Oh, like, yeah, is she Oh yeah. She's not a client.
1: She's totally a friend. I actually okay. asked her, I was like, do you want to be on this podcast with us? Um, Cause I thought it'd be interesting. She was like, no, no, no. Cause we're going to have her on uh, at a later date. So, well, all that aside, I just want to
0: say the reason why that comes up for me is like, I don't want people to think like we're. Um, like, don't fear if
1: you're not adding everybody's <laughs> laundry
0: for sure. No, this is totally approved because we don't want you to feel like you're a podcast fodder if you have a conversation with me. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So that dichotomy is totally normal and natural, particularly because when we are becoming aware of something, but we're still working it out within ourselves, it just feels like we're in this weird crossroads of sorts. And so to me, it's like not all of our parts are on board yet with wanting to lose weight. And so then it can feel hard to make a decision or move forward because you're hearing that ping pong of opposing chatter. Like, I want to, but I don't want to. And then, oh my gosh, now I'm feeling shame because I don't know if I
1: should be really, do I want to lose weight? So I think that that's totally normal. Exactly. So. I'm going to share some of the thoughts that she offered for sharing. Okay, But first, I just want to preface this by saying like, this is an example of all or nothing thinking. Mm-hmm. I think it can be confusing to the brain. And it's normal to be confused if you're believing there, there must only be one right answer. Mm-hmm. In diet culture, we're taught, okay, the right answer is weight loss. And then in anti-diet culture, the right answer is, don't lose weight. Or just, you know, follow your, your intuition or whatever. Right, right. So if we were only thinking there's one right answer, you know, then our brain kind of glitches out. We're trying to put something in a specific box. It has to go in box A or B. And if it doesn't fit in box A or B, our brain just literally glitches out (laughs) and we, we do in confusion. And then we continue to seek outward Quote unquote, the answer, right? Right. Because we are humans, not robots. There is an in between. And you may or may not agree with some thoughts provided to you by diet culture. And you may or may not agree with some thoughts learned from anti-diet culture. You might have some opposing thoughts. And we talked about this earlier with labels. You don't have to be just one thing or have just one desire from a specific box. You Mm -hmm. can have two opposing truths in existence.
0: It would feel almost unnatural to always only think in one linear way, Yeah, but we get the message often that that's not the case. Like we should only be in this camp or that camp of many different things. But if we're talking about diet culture here or dieting or weight loss or health seeking, however you want to label it, there's only the one way. Right. So then we really spin when we can't reconcile that one way is not at all what's right for us. And so then we're like, well, what now? (laughs) What do I do? And so then you're stuck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is also interesting from a coaching perspective, because that's what our brain is designed to do is to look for ways to keep us stuck so that we don't move forward because it is scary to make change. Mm -hmm. We end up in that spin. So, okay, I wanted to share a few of these thoughts that we can talk about because I think some people will identify with these belief systems on either side. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought they were really interesting too. So these, let me be clear. These are thoughts that she had. Yeah. She is a life coach. Okay, we talk in life coach language, which is often, you know, so <laughs> she was able to look at her brain and, and these were thoughts that she noticed her brain was sucked in okay. her. And then she shared them with me and then we we looked at them. So I want to do this with the audience so that they can kind of get an idea of like, how do we do this? Yeah. So one of her thoughts was like, well, if I want to lose weight, then that means that there's some type of like unlovability or unwatchability worthiness work that i haven't recovered. Mm. And so like i need to keep doing more work in this area in a way that keeps me stuck from moving forward because i'm like no i need to keep doing more work on my sense of worth and my my lovability. So is she
0: saying that she feels stuck because She feels like if she doesn't do the work on uncovering any unworthiness or unlovability, then she can't go towards her goals. Exactly. Oh, gotcha.
1: Just the desire to lose weight Mm -hmm. means that she must do some work on herself first. Correct. Yes. So it's like, oh, I can't focus on my goals of weight loss because what this really means is that there's something else wrong with me. Correct. Yeah. You mentioned before she was liking the body positivity components of it. Yeah, like she's already on board. She's like, I love this movement and I've embraced it. I already love myself. Yeah. So it feels like if you are
0: in the body positivity camp, that it feels like you shouldn't have the desire to lose weight. And so, you know, I think about, well, what are the whys of Mm -hmm. wanting to lose weight? And do you like them? We talk about this a lot. And so I think that this is definitely where that is because part of me is like questioning is it really about unlovability and unworthiness that's not uncovered maybe she's just not clear on what her whys are or some of her parts of her are not clear and are not necessarily in line with them so i would definitely want to have her look into doing more work of the reasons behind being happier if she loses weight, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Looking into, do you think you'll be happier if you lose weight or not? And that sort of thing. And then if your why is I'm not feeding myself with nourishing foods and I'm feeling tired and achy. Those are very different things, right? Talk about like, you have to have that come from a good place. Yeah, exactly. So flip the message that you're telling yourself that I want to make these changes to the inputs in my daily life, not just I want to lose weight and not think, well, oh, I must have some unworthiness that I haven't uncovered yet. But if you're still wondering if there's still thoughts about unworthiness, check in with those internal thoughts and feelings and a bit of quiet reflection. And so is there a part of you that really does believe and needs reassurance that she's 100% accepted as is and does she know she's feeling her best in terms of health and weight? So there could be just a part that's like, no, I actually don't feel worthy, but it's being railroaded by all these other ones that want to move on this health train.
1: So something that I had shared with her just in this conversation was like, it really just becomes your decision. Like you said, it's your why. And as long as you like your why. Mm -hmm. So even if your why is a little bit about vanity, if you truly do align with that, if you like that, why it's okay. As long as you're taking action again, from that loving place, right? Not from vanity, from a hate standpoint. Exactly. So that's the thing is, (laughs) does being vain mean that you have to hate yourself? Can right. you be vain and love yourself? I think you can. Probably. Why not? I mean, I, I think it's human nature to be a little bit vain. And it doesn't necessarily mean that vanity
0: is negative. Do we really think that just because you have some <laughs> self-acceptance exactly. and want to look a certain way that vanity means bad? I think vanity is only bad when we're creating negativity towards others and ourself with it. So, but yeah. if you're
1: not, then sure. Yeah. I think we're (laughs) tying up the word vanity. We're tying up the action of dropping body fat as these things that either have to be very altruistic or super vain. But it's like, what if it's none of that? What if it's just an action that you take? And as long as your mind is right about it, then it's whatever. Mm -hmm. I literally wrote, be thin, be fat, be a cat, just be nice to yourself first. Be a cat. Yeah. It started right. write me. Mean, this is when I was like a little feverish, right? So yeah. I don't know. Ultimately, like you get to decide what you want to do and you, mm-hmm. you can love yourself. And also you don't have to do more work in that area if you already feel like you've done it and you can want to lose weight. Those two opposing truths can be true. True. The other thought was wanting to lose weight is a sign that you're participating in the patriarchy, <laughs> <laughs> huh. which then means I'm complicit in participating in the patriarchy and therefore, hmm. quote unquote, bad for wanting to lose weight. Interesting. I was like, well, can you be a quote unquote good feminist and also want to change your body? Sure. Why not? Right. We wrap up these different ideas with each other because other people told us that they belong together, but they don't have to belong together.
0: Mm-hmm. My response is all decisions about your body are yours all of them. So not in favor of, or in opposition to anyone, any ideal or otherwise you give your power away. Whenever you don't fully stand up for yourself, even if you think you are doing it to not be a part of an established system that you are opposed to, if it's not coming from your true place about yourself, it doesn't matter. It has to be about you and your decisions a hundred percent. Cause you don't want to feel like you're, you know, participating in
1: the patriarchy like
0: that is still giving some thoughts about yourself and power away to something else. Yeah.
1: I think that's so perfectly said. I, I couldn't add to that any better. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. all decisions about your body are yours. Isn't that nice? Yeah.
0: (laughs) I (laughs) wish that the government and other humans would agree with that. Yeah, But if we can all kind of start from there and that includes all of it, you know, the fight against reproductive rights, the fight against my own body as mine is, is your decisions are your decisions. And it's not up for somebody else's opinion to decide. Yeah. When we think about body size and health and doctors, yes. yes, we want to value what the doctor might say in some regards about our health, but there's components of it that like, there are people that don't value those things the way a medical doctor does, but they still need and want medical care, but the doctors are treating them in particular ways They have a different value. So we can't make decisions that are not aligned with ourselves. So Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you can say it on either side, like if you're listening to diet culture or you're listening to anti-diet culture and you're just mm-hmm. kind of following what that says because you're putting your trust in this outward place, mm-hmm. is that really aligning with your own autonomy? Right. So yes, you can be a great feminist and want to change your body. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. This final thought that she shared with me, I thought was interesting too, which is the idea of not wanting to lose weight is a sign you've successfully done your body image homework. Therefore, if I want to lose weight, then I must not be successful yet in this area. What she's saying is like, well, I thought I did all my work. I thought I Mm -hmm. loved my body. But if I want to lose weight, then maybe I don't really love my body, (laughs)
0: right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, Why can't you have a great body image and not want to change it? It all comes back to, well, why do you feel like you want to change? And are you okay with your why? And is it coming from a good place? Because maybe it's an experiment. It's like, well, I want to try this or I want to see how do I feel like this? Or do I want to get more muscular? Do I want to get more bendy? What are some of the explorations of this human body and what it can't do? And so if we can come at it from that, it's like, what can my body do when I do this with it
1: yes it's nobody else's business what you want to do with it correct and so it's the most important thing and what we tell everybody when they walk away is i want you to know how to make your own decisions and choices about how you go about putting food into your body (laughs) at the end of this wherever you find yourself in life in whatever phase you know how to take the next step whatever that step may be Whether it is working more on lovability and you know, liking your body the way it is, or it's knowing how to change it if you want to change it. That's right. What matters is just that you make the decision and you get to decide what you want to believe and you can hold two truths at once. Sometimes it can be confusing, right? You're like, where am I at? I like to ask my question, like, well, am I feeling chill about this decision? Because Mm -hmm. I think when it comes to weight loss, we feel this sense of rush. And we've already talked about what is that rush about. Mm-hmm. And so if you're feeling anxious or in a rush or you notice those mean thoughts seeping in, that's the yellow flag for sure. Yeah, I think another
0: yellow flag, it's almost like a nervous urgency. Like we're seeking information and desires in a way that we wouldn't, you know, if we we're like, oh, what color couch cushion would I like to have? <laughs> <You
1: know? laughs> that's a great example of just an everyday normal boring thought. You can go down the wormhole of like, well, why is blue the best color for a couch? Is that the Pantone color of the year? Is that what I should be doing? Is that what color I should paint the walls? And then what happens is people are like, oh, I love this blue couch. I'm going to try out this blue couch. And then all of a sudden, an article comes about the pink blush couch. And they're right. like, well, I just read this article about the pink blush couch. Well, now I got to throw out my blue couch. And I'm going to have to buy a pink couch. Right.
0: Or maybe I can hide it with these pink pillows and yeah. that will help. And yeah. so think about all the things that we would do putting that into diet culture. It's like, well, I really feel good when I eat this way, but this new diet tells me that I'll feel better and yes. do it if I eat this way. So I guess I'll try that, but it's going against how I really feel good eating this type of food.
1: I've actually heard that a couple times recently from people. Yes. Where they were like, I'm doing it. I'm on the right track. And it's like, it's normal. It's like, I feel good. And then it's like, oh yeah, I read this thing and now I'm going to try something different, which is fine. If it's coming from that place of curiosity again, Mm -hmm. you know, an exploration, like of course do whatever's going to feel good to you. You know, when we're also like, no, I just have to follow whatever is coming at me. Like that is a moving target and you're never going to hit it. Never. Since the beginning
0: of time. (laughs) So are you chill about it?
1: Yeah. What is the vibe if you're feeling anxious? And like you said, it's that sense of urgency, then that might be something worth exploring. But Mm -hmm. yeah, you can have two opposing beliefs. They can both be true and you can hold them both simultaneously. And then you can decide what you want because you're a human with autonomy.
0: We'll wrap it up with a nice, pretty bow. The lesson is to be whatever you want to be and please be nice to yourself first. So remember your brains want to make things more complicated than they really are for some reason. So we like to overthink it. We like to get in this thought loop of monkey brain madness, and it's a trick to keep you stuck. So don't fall into it. If something (laughs) feels off, check in. What is the message behind the thought loop? Is it true? Is it monkey mind? Or is there a part of you that is not okay with something and it needs to be heard? Perfectly
1: said. Each week we keep our eyes peeled for things in the media or in real life that come from diet culture. These are often the subtle things that you may or may not notice, which is why we are sharing it with you. What do you have for us this week, Beth?
0: It's a headline of Adele having not lost her voice with her weight. (sighs) This was so disturbing to me. So the it was in the New York Post and it read, Adele's Oprah concert proves she didn't lose her voice with those pounds. I know that we are not the first people to talk about this, but I think we need to say it again and again. What? Why? Yeah. Weight loss is not news. No. So this is along the lines of that People Magazine article that we brought up with Gwyneth Paltrow a couple weeks ago. So... Adele did a killer performance. That dress was amazing. I'm not even sure how she walked in it. I know those types of dresses are always amazing. I'm like, I'd be flat on my face in four seconds. I'm not coordinated to walk in (laughs) clothes like that. But she did so good and it was so amazing. And that new album is out and it's like just so amazing. And that's your takeaway. Oh, phew. Glad she didn't lose her vocal cords and her exercise
1: (laughs) routine. Like, like what? Do they know how science in the body work? What? Right. Weight loss is not going to affect her talent. Yeah. So yeah, this is just clickbait. And I was telling Beth, I was reading somewhere else. I think what they were saying was that the original writer of the article, that wasn't his headline.
0: Remember we talked about that with the Gwyneth thing is like the editors are doing these
1: things that are not good. Stop it. Editors. (laughs) Because they know it's going to sell copies. People are buying it, so we're here to tell you: let's not buy the weight loss news, and let's keep talking about it until you know they can change the headlines to things yeah. that are more.
0: I say, it. if you see clickbait, don't click on it. Oh yeah. And if you see a headline like this that is trying to get your attention, and you don't like the message, do not click on it. If you must do something. You can see where the source is from and just send a message to the publication that wrote (laughs) it, call them out on it, but do not click on the headline. Stop it. (laughs) Have you messaged anybody yet? Uh, no,
1: but it's only because I just thought of this idea. (laughs) You're like, I literally just thought it really So It is a good idea. I'm going to do it. Sometimes I feel like I'm being a troll and sometimes I'm also like, is it even worth my time? But I think yes. I think if everybody's on board with it and we're all kind of like sending a note, like, do better, you know. Which sometimes I do have faith in humanity. I think like people will sometimes post things on Instagram and then you can read the comments and people are like, just do better. Like let's stop gossiping in vain about Mm -hmm. certain people just because of their weight or whatever. And so I don't know. I think there there is a small group of people out there speaking up, but the more that we can speak up, the faster it will change and the better we will all be. Correct. I wanna stop seeing headlines like this please.
0: Please. But I will say I have been getting only like random home product ads lately. Oh, you've fixed your algorithm because you're not
1: clicking on
0: anything. So I went and put in search term diets and stuff. So I should start seeing some weird stuff again soon. which should be really good, but they have figured things out. So I turned off the share up against platforms. They can't see what I'm searching for and work related to diet stuff, which is how I was getting things. And so I'd have to turn off one feature in order to see all these weird ads. But I know if I go to Pinterest, then I will see all the things. I just haven't gone to Pinterest. That's a trove of things, even though they were trying to do better. So there's a lot of like really stupid infographics out there. And like, oh, the infographics on Pinterest are like the total. anyways. I digress. (laughs) I just want people to know I'm looking forward to messing up my algorithms so I don't get products that I might actually purchase so I can see weird diet culture ads. So if you have some that you see, send them to me. I want to know. Info at pathnutrition.com. Send me your weird ads. Or you can send them to us in Instagram at path underscore Well, I sure hope we gave you something new to think about today and helped you take one more step on your path to freeing yourself from diet culture. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram again at path underscore nutrition. See you next week. Bye.